Hey, good evening, guys. How we doing? Good. 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 Another How week. Doing? I'm doing great. It's another week. It's gonna get cold here, Vance. You miss those days, don't you? Uh, not even a little. I mean, they're talking <laughs> minus fifteen. I think it's down to zero already. Or yeah, we're almost be minus one tonight, and then of course the rest of the week, and then there'll be negative numbers and Vance down uh, there in sunny Georgia. Yeah, it's yeah. in the thirties here, and we're cold. Thirty thirties. <laughs> Although I can tell you, it's a it's a different cold down there. It sure is. Yeah, it's that moist cold that cuts. <laughs> well, you know, the thirties here, the kids are still wearing sh uh, shorts and whatnot. That's, that's so, short yeah. sleeve shirt day. Short sleeve work sunny day. and thirty. So, well, I'll tell you what. Let's get started. We kind of got a big show. Guys are chiming in. Good to see you. Go ahead and let's start this off with the Second Amendment, as we do every time. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And the second protects them all, and that's becoming more and more relevant every single day, it seems like. So, all right. Hey, I'm just going to uh, say hi to a few people. Trampus, good evening. Hey, David is there, 1760 Sports. Brian Warner, good evening, Mr. Fellow MV. Good to have Corey on. By the way, Corey's going to be seeing us, Vance, here in a few, what do we got, about a month before we take off, February 18th, 16th, something like that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah a yeah. month. Uh, Dan Brown, hey, good to see you, Dan. Glad to have you back. He's over there on the western end. Uh, I'm sure you guys all remember Dan uh, over there in Dickinson and Josh Patterson. Hey, guys, thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks to our, our to our Rumble listeners. Guys, Rumble's been taking off. 120, 130 viewers. I mean, uh, I can't uh, say enough for the Rumble viewers. It's really picking up steam over there. And I did see, I confirmed it, it is working. Um, they come up with a new streaming platform link. And now I just was able to hit live and it went. So I don't have to reprogram right it. There. So that's kind of nice. All right. Well, last week we covered bug out bags. And I think it was very well received. I, I don't know about you guys, but I heard a lot of great comments, had some emails on it, and uh, was received really well. So we decided to do part two. Mike thought that'd be a great idea. And I did too. So, yeah. guys, I'm going to let you start off, Mike, with part two. Now, going back, we were talking about carrying pistols and whatnot to, to carry and one thing uh, that we, we talked about a few rifles a few shotguns mm -hmm. as well and one thing i totally forgot which i remembered is uh the 30 30 is a, a great universal uh, uh gun to carry and uh pretty easy to find the ammo for it as well so it's not like some of the guns it's a little difficult but yeah uh 30 30 is definitely a good one for that but uh this time uh we wanted to talk about uh i wanted to show this picture real quick and this is a bug out bag for somebody who I don't know what they're expecting, but uh, take a look at this and tell me what's wrong, Vance. Uh, let's see this. <laughs> well, it's empty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot of things in there you don't need. <laughs> yeah. Was, now, if you need the guide, um, I think you're already in trouble because you're going to be reading on the way. There's a couple of small things in there I noticed that I was like, yeah, a spade is actually a good idea. I don't uh, see a picture, Mike. Do you have a picture up yet? Oh, yeah, it's it's up there. You oh. can't see it? No, I'm not seeing the picture. Oh, why not? I, I can see it, so I, I guess I don't tell you, Vance. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't see it. He's got a notebook. Um, I guess write his final words when they find his body. Uh, <laughs> a can of Coke and a can of soup. Yeah, one uh, can. Of, I love that. He's He's got the essentials there. Three bottles yeah. of water. How can long of can I make this can soup. of Coke last me? That's the thing, yeah. Three bottles of water, which is pretty heavy. I mean, no camel pack or anything. I mean, I could see that. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of things in there that I'm just like going, eh, I don't really think you're thinking. 
too much. So, yeah, I'm sorry you can't see that, Vance. That's actually yeah. a pretty good one right there. It's an example yeah. of uh, what not to do, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> now, the, you mentioned Notepad. I don't think that's a terrible idea when you're navigating. It's not always. It's not always. But, I mean, a big big Notepad is probably not the thing. But, I mean, no, uh, no. You know, but, uh, I mean, everything from, from kindling to, you know, whatever. I mean, I, mean, I, I think mm -hmm. that it has some uses to it. So, I mean, you, you could do that. Um, uh, let's see what I was, I was looking, I don't know if you can see this Vance. I'll see if you can see this one. I put a couple of things in there for the list. Of course, we were talking about, um, pistols and your magazines and cartridges from 22 to nine millimeter to 40 and, and around that. And, uh, and then, uh, knives, Leatherman, I think that's a good one. Uh, yeah, first we're also good. talking about. A and I was talk we talked about that afterwards. I said, you know, a good multi-tool is probably. Yeah, a good multi-tool is always good, I think, with that. But uh, multiple of these aren't tough in their bag and on you. Of course, uh, wire cutters, I think, are actually a good idea because, you know, you get snagged up trying to cross somebody's field or whatever like that and you know, whatever it goes. And a foldable hacksaw or jacksaw, I, saw, I call it, um, they, <laughs> prevalent now. But, I mean, for doing some bushcraft work, I think that's actually a pretty good idea, uh, and it still doesn't take up a ton of the um, a ton of the uh, the area in your uh, pack to, that you're going to really take away from anything. But uh, talk about knives more, and of course, I went off and ordered myself something, and of course, uh, I didn't get it from Etsy, but uh, <laughs> Etsy. I did order myself a uh, a new small hatchet. Uh, that has multi-tools on it, and it also comes with a, a straight knife that uh, is in the uh, handle itself, and it has a fire striker, so I think it has a multi-use, but uh, it's got a little bit of heft to it. Uh, it's also got a hammer on it as well. I think that's pretty good. I, I've so, seen those. Can you see that one? I haven't seen, I don't see that one, but I, I've seen the tools that you're talking about, the hatchet, knife, multi-tool thing, and right. it's a great idea. Yeah, I, I think uh, that you know what that I, is? What? That, that's an assault hatchet. You can't have that. Oh, it was black. That's right. I'm sorry black. about that. And it's probably what maybe does it come under 16 inches? So you better have a an NFA tax yeah, permit for that too. Yeah. It is. It's right there. At, it's like, I think it's 15 inches actually. So it's more oh, of a hatchet yeah. than anything else. But you know, we're, we're, by the way, here here's my permit. I don't. That's all I need. Right yeah, there. Well, Second Amendment. Out. That works out. See, I'm not seeing any pictures. I don't know why. Uh oh, maybe I have to. Hmm back out and come back in i don't know what to tell you Vance. <laughs> did you did you lose your privileges I <laughs> and like we were talking earlier uh, about knives and and whatnot of course clay you show that uh that little yeah. uh, zip, zip you know I, I like uh I'm, I'm a fan of the kershaw um i do like the assisted blade it's a nice folder it's not too big it's not too small uh it holds a nice edge Yep, I, I do like the Kershaws. I can tell you that, uh, like we, we were talking on off air, uh, fixed knife, fixed blade is a good idea. I'm partial to my bucks. They're hard to get sharp, but they hold a heck of a good edge. And I got that smaller one that I love that's very concealable. So I don't think, I don't think having multiple knives is a bad idea. It's probably one of the mm -hmm. best tools you're going to have in those situations, as we were talking about last week. And really, I don't, I don't think that that prepare for these type of things like ourselves were you know sportsmen i have i don't know, even know how many knives i have so i mean if, <laughs> yeah if it hit the fan and and we really had to hit the road we're probably going to grab a handful of knives and things to take with us well i think every pack i have has a knife or 10 in it and the glove <laughs> I mean, box in your car and everything the vehicles else, yeah. i mean 
between guns, ammo, and knives, I've I'm pretty covered in everything I touch. It seems like so. And one thing I, I would definitely say that I would want is a machete, a sawback machete. Yep, and I like I like the idea of a machete, and you don't necessarily have to have that in your pack. You can have that hanging on your belt. I don't know about you, yeah. but I'm going to have a belt on. Yeah. I know that Eric and Eric's listening tonight, and he's got that stuff. And I know his son, little Gunner, carries his machete and his knife and about ten other things on himself. <laughs> so you yeah. gotta love that. He's bringing him up right. Yes. <laughs> Let's see. David says, uh, "A player, a lot of Grand Theft Auto and Call of Duty. I don't need a, a go bag, just a go rifle." <laughs> They'd probably stay at a Holiday Inn Express, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, David. Oh, thank you very the, much for that. Okay. The, the Rambo knife. Oh, my goodness. Oh, the good old Rambo Well, you know, I've got one. I actually got it from a from an auction. We bought up a bunch of stuff, and I got a couple of those. And, you know, and I've got it in uh, in a toolbox in my in my truck, you know, mm-hmm. just, you know, a half. But uh, it's not one that I go for. The thing about it I like is, is that my son loves sharpening knives and he's got the shed back in the back and I got all the old tools from his grandfather. So he sharpens mm-hmm. everything. So everything I got is, is sharp. Well, that's good. Me, so, yeah. yeah. But that's another thing that you got to think about is when you're out, we're not going to have electricity. We're not going to like that. So if you don't know how to use a whetstone, you're going to have to figure out some other things. Or if you want to just cheat on it, what are those little, you know, handheld slidey things that go across the blade to try to keep the edge on it? Have a good steel, yeah. I mean that that's essential. I don't have when we when we butcher here, uh, we use that steel a lot just to kind of smoothen out that blade till we have to sharpen it again. And having a steel is going to be essential. Uh, you want to keep a good sharp. If you are bushcrafting, uh, you know, out there, if you're out for a, a longer period of time, you know, then then the go the bug out bag, you know, you're gonna you're gonna need a sharpener because the blades are going to dull up pretty quick. And if you're in your vehicle, you've got a sharpener all day long with your the edge of your window. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that little trick, and it—I've used it. It does work. I mean, it's not—it's not, not going to get it really no, sharp, but it does the work. Yeah. It's like it, running it across the steel. Yeah. If you if you use the window and then you have a light bulb handy, you can get it pretty sharp. There you go. There you go. So let's see. I've seen a couple of these here. Uh, Doug Thompson. I don't know why I can't bring these up. So I'm having a little trouble with my message uh, tonight as well. There it comes. Just a little delayed. I like outdoor edge knife with the replacement blades. Yeah, those are great. Uh, Landon's or Layton's got one of those that I believe Eric gave it for his birthday one year. And I think Eric carries one. Those are handy, except yeah. you got to have replacement blades. Yeah. But I do. I think those are a handy thing to have too. They're great for skinning. I've yeah. found I really like them for skinning. So. And you know what? That's going to be the thing too. If you're going to have to live for a few days out into the bush, you're going to have to. You eat and, you know, anything you shoot and you, whether it be a squirrel or whatever else, it's going to, that dolls up your blade quick with a, a little bit of hide. Just doesn't oh, take yeah. very much. Yeah. Eric says, Gunner's machete drags on the ground and pulls his pants down even with his belt on. That's because there's no meat on that kid. <laughs> oh, Jamie chimed in, you know, he's, he, this is a good point. Tourniquet. I think a tourniquet, yeah, absolutely a must to have. Um, and you can makeshift one, but if you've got one, you can just absolutely, you know, and Jamie belt. mentioned something uh, last week when I was visiting with him. You know, as far as firearms go, not that we want to go back to the fire, but I'm going to have an AR um, no matter yeah. what. Yeah. I'm having an AR, and Jamie said the same. I would, too. I'm going to have an AR. You just To me, that's one of the essential guns I'm going to have with me. Just one of many. So. Well, as, as much as I like bolt action, you know, it, it's one of those things where I, I think it's it's much easier, um, much time. It does, doesn't consume as much time to fire. 
mm-hmm. and I, you're, you're comfortable with it. I mean, and, and whatnot. So it depends on what your scope is on there or whatnot. But if you're up close or, or far away, I mean, you know, it's, it's still good for anything. Yeah. I think it's yep. the most versatile and uh, you know, your stock folds down and ammo. ammo. There's going to be two, two, three everywhere. I mean, if you're having to, t- you know, worst case scenarios talking here, you're having to take over houses, you're having to take over people, you know, whatever the situation might be, you're going to find 223 ammo all over the place. Uh, 223, 556, nine millimeter, those are all going to be very readily. And I imagine even 22, just because yeah. there's so many of them out in private homes and places like that. But 223, 7.62, you know why I want 7.62. If you have them calibers, you aren't going to run out of ammo because worst case scenario, you take out your enemy or you die. Either way, you win because you either get their ammo or you don't need it anymore. Right. It's just that simple. John, good to see you. I believe that's your son there, uh, Mr. Vance. Yes, it is. And he's coming here, right, with you? <laughs> <laughs> I know he knows how to use this stuff. So Yeah, he... Hey, yeah. One of the, one of the things I was going to Corey, <laughs> Corey right. says all he needs is a Ruger ten twenty two. There you go. Well, you know and what? Yeah. I, he can even shoot that when it's a uh, low light too. We'll just leave it at that. I know he's good with it. <laughs> he's good with that, yeah. Uh, one of the things <laughs> I was going to mention too on the bug out bag on, on a situation where we were talking last week where you had to travel a distance to whatever the location you were going to. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. If you've got an overnight or a couple nights that you're going to be out on the on the road, one of the places that people don't think about about where to camp out, where to take shelter, is if you know all these farmhouses that are old uh, homestead farmhouses that are burned out or, you know, dilapidated or whatnot. But if you think about it, they're there and they've been there for 50 years uh, dilapidated and they'll be there another 50 years from now. Put those on your map. Those are some of the places that you can plan on stopping to take some shelter, even if, if, you know, the weather's not too bad. It's still a good place to have for shelter because you know they're there. They're they're just landmarks that are uh, are perfect to uh, put on your, uh, yep. your the old barns. There's old barns all over the place up there that aren't being used no more that you could easily take coverage in. Right. You know, one other thing I had suggested and I kind of thought about it too is uh, that would probably go into my bug out bag and, and cl- be I classified under the you know axes, knives, tools, things like that is a pruning shears, and the reason is is you're going to have to have kindling that might not always be available. You'll be able to find stuff and cut it up. Uh, you can use it. You can use it for a variety of things. You can even use it if you're gutting game and you want to, you know, you shoot a bird, clip the, you know, clip those uh, wings off and those bones. Uh, I never even thought about that till someone mentioned it. I was like, you know, that is, that's probably a pretty good idea. Actually, and they're not that idea. heavy. And uh, uh, something, you know, the bag itself, I mean, consider a situation where you don't have a vehicle and you actually having to carry that bag on your back you're going to want, if you, especially if you've got the amount of stuff we're talking about here, you're going to want a good braced weight weight uh, belt bag to uh, ca- help you carry that weight high. Yeah. Yep. I mean, just your average backpack, like I carry to work or something, that's not, not what you want. No. <laughs> I've actually got a framed one if I needed it. You know, yeah. I really go out. Um, I haven't used that much just because I've always had horses and packs. So I didn't, and I could just take a pack and, and leave my horse. So, but I'm in a different situation. Yeah. I'm not going to have to travel hundreds of miles yeah. through. Some of the, you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, with some of the worst conditions, my, our issue here is going to be the ones that are coming that are in the immediate area is good because you're going to need help. If you think you can do it alone. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah. You're going to have to have a plan and have, have, and 
and hopefully you've already talked to the people if you're planning to stay where you're at, like I have. I mean, I know who's coming here, and I know what their skills are, and I know what we can do. I hope it never happens. I don't want this to happen. People might think that right. I want this to happen. I never want this to happen. But prepare for it because it's more of a reality now than I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. And, and we're not just talking about, you know, um, the scenarios that uh, be thrown out all the time in movies and stuff like that. We're talking <laughs> about zombies. natural. We're talking yeah, that stuff. We're talking about. <laughs> I, I've seen a lot of zombies in Sioux Falls, but that's a different story. <laughs> yeah. Um, but think about natural disasters. And I've said this before, you know, uh, Rapid City is on the edge of the Yellowstone caldera. Yes, you know, are. that thing doesn't have to blow fully. It just has to go a little bit. And, you know, we're going to be in a massive situation uh, where, you know, it, it, life and death is going to depend on what you can what you can do. I right. probably don't won't have to worry about it. If that thing goes even a little as close as we are, it's probably lights out here. Well, at um, least it'll be lights out on, you know, our skies. I mean, that's one for thing. sure for that. But I, you know, I've looked, I've seen some of those scenarios too, but yeah, natural disasters can cause a, a an apocalyptic type setting. There's no yeah. doubt about it. So prepare for everything, I guess is a good way, but if well, you're going to be traveling, you better travel light. If you're on foot, if you got a horse better, you're still going to need feed and water and, and you're still going to run in. I don't care if it's 50 miles or 300, you're going to run into people they're going to want what you have. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's the big thing that that's probably going to be the worst thing, honestly. And, you know, I was thinking about it is like, you know, with travel plans, it's like, say if my number one plan is to get up to where clay is 338 miles from Mitchell, uh, mm -hmm. you know, you can zero it on the map. Now. Um, one of the things is, is that there are a lot of towns I want to avoid uh, <laughs> here. I want to avoid that. Yeah. Uh, and the reason I say that is because there's, there's a lot of, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a goofy town. Anyway, it's, it's on the edge of a lot of crap. And it's going to be on its knees because there's not a lot of supply there. Yeah. So food and resources, they're gone in hours, not just days, hours. Yeah, Cause you don't have trucks coming in anymore. No. And, uh, and it's the center of the, you know, of all the roads that most roads meet up through there around. And there. it's a massive population of people that are going to be scrounging for everything. So well, I don't want to go through there. It's a lot of politicians there and they're not good at much. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> so, and I, here's another thing you got to take into consideration. We're kind of getting off subject with, I might be maybe this is part three, your terrain. Like you, Mike, you got a big river to cross. What if the bridges are out? Yeah. What if it's February? Yeah, and then, you know that's the, thing. that's the thing. And right now, I mean, I've Absolutely. got uh, I've got a couple of nice, good winter coats to to really go through some heavy snow. Or I've got that big giant orange one that Clay makes fun of me when I hunt. Um, <laughs> yeah, that one I don't we'll see it coming. Yeah, don't see me coming. All right. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, Neils. Um, I guess we're gonna go on that aspect, guys. In the winter, Neils. Uh, we use them ice fishing. Corey's the one that I first time I saw him. Corey Merriman had them. I mean, I've been out there in my, literally my, my pull on shoes when it's 20 below and my feet don't get cold. Oh yeah. We, we ice fish in them and just stand around and my feet don't get cold. They are an, uh, probably to me, one of the most important things to have in cold weather. And I can, they'd probably be very important if you're going to have to trek a long way, whether it's in a vehicle on foot or, or on horseback, keep your feet warm, dry and, and take care of your feet or you're done. Well, yeah. like we were talking about that picture that, uh, that you know, I hope everybody else can see. But, I mean, um, there's there's no socks in there. There's there's no oh, extra anything. Can you see it now? Yeah. Okay. Oh, 
There's no yeah, socks in there. But he got Coca Cola and a North Face cap. He's good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's good stuff. Coca Cola. Uh, the only thing I can think of is is, is calories and sugar. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I, but I don't for know how long? Thinking. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know. His thinking there. I mean, I could see high calorie foods and things like that, carbs, but. I mean, he don't even have a food source there, like a snack source. No, I don't well, even see a first. Do you see a first aid kit? I do not. I think, oh, right there. Maybe that one with a little black cross. Or yeah, I think cross, that's what his first is. aid kit is. So I'm not quite sure. But, and, you know, that, good thing he's that, got an extra baseball cap, too. I'm yeah. glad on that. So. Maybe he's not going far. I don't know. He's evidently taking someone. He wants radios. Yeah, who's radios. He radios? And the radios know. are fine. I think that's fine. I think uh, one of the notes that I put down was is that if you wanted to have a radio, have one that scans for yep. um, for all bands, and uh, actually have one of the the old school with the cord in your ear, so that you don't give away your position if you're listening for other things. Because Absolutely. I want to know if people are moving around me, and uh, and hopefully that radio band will catch that. Uh, so you know, I know somebody's coming up close to me. Uh, and plus it's one of those things we talked about last week where you want to get one that can go the ham radio route. Whereas I can tune into a certain, uh, 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 whatever the signal is and clay at a certain time is going to be on the radio listening. And so if he hears me, then, then we can have a conversation, but, uh, you know, and, and, and do a status thing, but you know, all that's got to be planned out ahead of time too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, another thing I thought about, and I think this goes down the line of, I'm just going to lump this in with knives, axes, things like that, is snares, snares and traps. Yeah. Um, if if you don't know how, learn. It isn't that tough. It, it takes time to protect, uh, perfect the skill, and I haven't perfected it. But a snare and a trap are going to be a handy thing, too, because if you have to stay in an area anytime, you can probably catch some rabbits and gophers. You know, you're going to catch some things that you'll be able to at least eat. Right. And uh, then you pack them up and take them with you. Now, snares are going to be way easier and lighter and, and easy to put in your packs. Yeah, traps, I wouldn't take a lot of them because no. they do that's get a, heavy. That's a that's some heavy weight right there. It is. Now, but I, I, that just kind of when I was thinking about these things going along that lines, I thought that might be something that would fit in there too. And a block and tackle. You get the small ones. They're, you can get these nice aluminum ones now. They get up and put them about that big. Be surprised how that might be handy for you for a lot of things, whether you have to build a shelter if you're coming a long ways and move some big tall branches or things. I mean, a block and tackle is very useful for a lot of different things. So, yeah. And, uh, and back to fishing as well. You know, there's always the Ronco pocket fisherman. Remember, you can always take that with you. <laughs> I remember those. Let's get to a few comments here, guys. What we got? Uh, well, David Fetter, he put on there, he says, you know, a good chance uh, for food also. Coons, absolutely. Yeah. Coons, uh, porcupine guy. We I think we talked and touched a little bit on that last week. There, you can eat anything just about if you have to. Uh, as Doug long Thompson, as you cook it. As long as you cook it. Yeah. If you don't cook it good, then you're yeah. taking. You can eat it, but you might life. get some. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You might not like the results. Uh, Doug says, I'm not worried about not being able to get fuel. Just load the horse trailer up front compartment with it, then load four head of horses and go. Run out, jump out on the horses and go. You're right. And and it kind of goes back to like, okay, society's collapsing for one reason or another. If it's the disaster, natural disaster, we can come back from that. We got the knowledge. We know how to get back into that rhythm. Uh, who knows if it's devastating enough. There's going to be no federal government. I mean, things are going to collapse that far. 
we're going to be able to go and just, I mean, we got oil wells and pumps and refineries just to the north. I mean, it ain't right. that far from me. And we have the knowledge and we know people that have, have the knowledge. Yeah, and DJ's a welder. One of the things so about you, uh, your area, and, and Vance, you could attest to this, is that a lot, how many guys in that area up there have their own machine tools to make make other machine tools? I mean, there's a yeah. ton of guys up there with the knowledge. Absolutely. Yeah. Corey puts on, what's that movie with Denzel Washington? I'm, I'm, I'm guessing he means Denzel Washington, where he carried light but got stuff along the way. Um, uh, it's the Book like of a, Eli. Book of, yeah, book of yep, Eli, there. yeah. That was a good movie, too. <laughs> we watched that while we were ice fishing up there in Montana. Uh-huh. That's right. We did, didn't, didn't we? we? Yep. Oh, I don't think I don't... you were with us that one. Uh, there were no bears, bears on that trip, Mike. I was looking up that was bears. the first one we went on. Yeah, that was the first one. You know, you guys laugh about me about bears, but that's what I was talking about in Japan because they say that the climate change, that's why bears aren't hibernating long enough. See, that could have happened to me. Oh. Those bears could have came out in the middle of a yeah. snowstorm. Oh yeah, we touched on that on Mitchell in the morning last week. The the bears in Japan says it's a uh, you know climate change, global warming, blah blah blah. But yeah, Mike, that was fun though. You got to yeah. do that again with us sometime. Uh, we had a blast up there. Yeah, in, in case anybody wants to know, I was out taking a constitutional in the middle of the <laughs> snowstorm when I suddenly had the thought, <laughs> "Heck, I'm in bear territory." You got to remember, it's a blizzard. A right, blizzard. It's a blizzard. I know. I know. But I'm in bear territory, and all I got on me is this 38. And I'm thinking to myself, this is not how I want to go. <laughs> and he was also, he had his coveralls, and we had just got done talking about a guy that had an unfortunate incident where he missed his coverall or yeah. didn't miss his he coveralls. Miss he did miss. Yeah. So Mike didn't want to get it in his coveralls and stink. And he was thinking about a bear coming. All he has is this 38. What's he going to do? And he's how many feet from the camper? Yeah, and there might have been some adult beverages involved in this. So the story was even funnier. Yeah, 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 that was a good time. That was a good time. (laughs) David Fetting says, probably best to avoid main roads. I think you're right there. Um, the, The more remote you can get, the better. The closer you are to population bases, the farther out you're going to have to go to get to that. So... I would not want to be in a big area like Bismarck, Sioux Falls, any of that. I, I just, I'm glad I'm right where I'm at. Right. Corey's like, yep, Neil's going to get a workout this week. And I already had mine on, Corey, yeah, today. And I wouldn't be without them anymore. Cliff says, make one pretty easy with a 550 cord. There you go. And David's like, talks about the ham radio. Ham takes a boot full of power to broadcast a few miles. It does. And that's just it. I'm probably the most set up to set up a ham radio right here with what I have available. Plus, you know, I got that great big, I can make an antenna out of that or put the antenna on top of that nice, great big old windmill. And that's 40 some foot in the air. And it's going to take a lot of power. They take a lot of power. The more I read about these, it's you're not just going to set them up overnight, but I, I really want a ham radio. <laughs> you know, it got uh, Corey up there talking about uh, paper maps and whatnot. And I, if I put it on the here, we can see it on my list. Uh, paper maps are a laminated map and compass, but you don't need the whole country. You just need our surrounding states. You know, that's what you need. Mm-hmm. So you don't you don't need everything. But laminated is actually a pretty good idea and sealed. Yeah. So. Well, and you're going to want the topographical ones as well. If you don't yeah. know the terrain you're, you're covering so that you can see, is it hilly? Is it not? Are you going to be crossing a ravine that's a mile down and a mile up? Uh, we do get them. You get down those badland areas, it gets pretty deep. You can even get some pretty deep ones along the Missouri River. Uh, 
And one of the things is, is that, like you said, when you're not sticking to the main roads and you stay off the main roads, the next thing you know, you're, you're butt up against a, uh, a, a river or, or mm-hmm. a big Creek that you can't cross, not without getting everything you own wet. So, I mean, yeah, porcupine. Yeah. I mean, if you can learn how to do it without getting the, the quills, I mean, it's a, it's a good, yeah. lots, it is, of uh... lots of points. If Waylon well, ain't on here. Oh, I don't think he's on. <laughs> you know, he chimed in one time, but uh, I don't think this is Waylon's uh, thing getting on and watching a live stream. And then, uh, of course, as he's going to the Mulbridge Ice Fishing Tournament, one thing about it, you should have ice this year. I know last year was a little iffy, so hopefully uh, do do yeah. good and uh, catch some big ones. Bring some bring some nice walleyes along for the for the big trip here. You know what David says are on the ham radio thing taking a lot of power. Of course, what we're talking about is is only turning it on at certain times of the day mm-hmm. to catch a broadcast. And if you don't, then <clears throat> then you shut it off and you conserve power. So yeah, it makes sense. I mean it is a power waste. You know, my biggest thing here is I can produce electricity here. I have a big generator. I, it runs the entire place. My biggest issue will be feeding it fuel. So I either use a tractor or use something that is going to be gas powered. Either way, I'm going to have to have a fuel source. Now, in the in the summertime, that's not a big issue. I can, I can, you can literally put in a diesel motor oil, you know, vegetable oil. Um, it's just you can find unrefined crude. Diesels will take a lot of abuse, but uh, gasoline's a little trickier. Yeah, um, and most of them engines don't run on ethanol. That's pure alcohol. <laughs> so. yeah. And this, this all boils down to what we said last week, too, is the most important thing you can take along is skills. Mm-hmm. You really need to know what you're doing in order to survive with minimal resources. Right. And uh, so many people talk about it, but don't practice it. Don't spend no. time in the woods. Don't hunt. Don't know how to skin a deer. Don't <laughs> know how to catch a fish. And... Um, but they but they go on these sites and they sit here on keyboards and think they got the skills because they read it online. And well, that's one picture of the like I, the one on Reddit. Yeah, <laughs> that's one of the things I talked to uh, Clay about a bunch. Is uh, you've got a lot of uh, people out there that uh, like these um, these uh, subscription boxes and whatnot, which we've been yeah. talking about maybe getting some of those and doing yep. some reviews on them. Yeah. Is that if you look at them, I mean, you're talking about beginner, intermediate, or expert. And I think a lot of them turn out to be very, very intermediate and half useless. Yeah. Uh, you know, half the stuff you, you don't need and, and, and the other half is, is probably going to break the first time you do use it. So, I mean, but, you know, people are buying it up in the cities and whatnot. And I think it's stuff that should be reviewed because it's uh, people need to know if they're going to be doing stuff like that. They, they've got to find something that's uh, at least decent and uh, kind of, you well. Know, Here's we the one that. site we were looking at, Battle Box. You yeah. got your basic; it's uh, thirty-five bucks a month, and the advanced is seven or sixty-five. The pro, and you can see as as they go up in price, there's more and more things on them. Right. And yeah, and you know what? I, we're probably going to do something like that. Just uh, yeah. maybe do a three three month subscription, open them up. Maybe what we'll do is well, there's three of us. Maybe we'll have one sent to Mike, and then one to me, and one to Vance, and uh, we can open them up on an episode every month. Or we're going to tell you what another good idea is that we could go ahead and, and uh, take our sons out and test test everything That's and right. do a little yeah. video. I like there that even go. better. And then yeah. send it to them, and then they'll send us free ones. 
There you go. <laughs> right? Isn't that how that's supposed to work? <laughs> my, my, my youngest is 28. I mean, does it still count? That still counts. <laughs> still counts. Still counts. Good to go. All right. Well, guys, I'll tell you what, we are Even coming in Georgia, up on the bottom of the hour, so I suppose we better pay some bills here and thank our our uh, headline sponsor, Mr. Lauer, Mr. Doug uh, Wolf with Lauer Auto Repair. By the way, I got my pickup up there right now, and I'm sure it'll be fantastic when it gets down. But let's go ahead and thank some sponsors, and then we'll come back, maybe wrap this up, and then move into uh, Mr. Wayne LaPierre, Uncle Wayne, guys. We all know what happened here last week, so... Lauer Auto Repair. They're located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota, or give them a call at 701-258-6308. The team of mechanics at Lauer Auto can tackle any problem your vehicle is having, and when you do business with Lauer, you can be assured you're doing business with the Pro Second Amendment America First Repair Shop. There's plenty of other auto repair shops in the Bismarck Mandan area, but why take the chance of patronizing a shop that might not have your beliefs at heart? Make no mistake, Lauer Auto is your pro Second Amendment repair shop. When you talk to the guys at Lauer Auto, don't forget to tell them you heard they're a sponsor of Guns and the 701 and that you appreciate their support of our pro Second Amendment, pro North Dakota, live stream and podcast. That's Lauer Auto Repair, 701-258-6308, located at 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. All righty. Hey. So- like I said, guns of the 701, powered by Lauer Auto, and we're glad to have him on board. And uh, Axe is going with us, too. He'll be uh, joining us. He's flying down. We're going to see him down in Florida, too. So be, be awesome, a great time awesome. All right. Well, okay. So we talked about knives and axes, uh, guns, and I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. I think a 3030 would be another good one. It kind of depends on how heavy or how light you can travel. Right. Yeah, I think ammo. Yeah, and I think ammo is going to be a little tougher to find. Um, it's not like it used to be. So bring, I'd say, bring your own ammo if you're going to be doing that. Right. And another gun is, uh, as far as that goes, and if you want to carry stuff and it'd be easy, is to have just a single shot black powder rifle. Take your powder, your your uh, bullets, which would be your round balls, and your kit. I mean, you do that anyway when you hunt with one, and you could carry that pretty easily in your pack. At least you'd have something. There you go, and you could make it happen. Um, I, I think that wouldn't be a bad idea too. Big thing's going to be keep your powder dry because that's go. where that kind of comes from, and uh, to make it work. So, hey, I just I just popped over to Guns in the Seven One. Hey, thanks guys for listening there. I see we got viewers there. Rumble's uh, got some viewers. It's bouncing between five and ten. So yeah, tell you what, I'm glad to see all these other platforms are picking it up. We're working on Twitter. I don't know if it's on Twitter. There's been issues with that. So. I think they want you to get your little verified check mark to, to do anything on there anymore. Ching, ching. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so that's just my my two cents worth as far as on the on the on the bug out bag. Uh, but we'll go over more on the bug out bag and we'll put together a proper list. I mean, we it, it's really it depends on you, but I have to think about this and and Vance, you agree with your you have a wife, of course, Clay, you have your wife, you have your kids. You have to think about not only your bug out bag, you've got to think about what they are going to need and too and I've been looking at uh, a lot of different kits that are available, which we don't have to show you right now, but a lot of different kits that are available for uh, medicines and whatnot, including EpiPens and everything else that you might need. Or if you're one, your kid or yourself uh, suffer from asthma, you know, you might need some. There's all kinds of things out there. And there's these places available that you can buy these kits. Sometimes they're a little spendy, so I think it's good to shop. But uh, you've got a plan not only for yourself, but you've got a plan for your family as well. 
Right. Jace Medical is one of those places. I don't know if you've heard of them, but and they've got doctors. You got to you know do the telemar or the teledoctor thing with them, but they'll write your prescription and they come with all kinds of things. I think there's penicillin in there or penicillin tablets along with some ivermectin and and a lot of other things. You know bandages. It's like a first aid kit on steroids with medicine that you're going to need. Um, I'm lucky enough, or I guess we're fortunate enough out here in rural America. If you farm and ranch, most likely you have a, a really good supply of antibiotics that, yeah, right. they're for animal use, but I'm telling you right now, they're, you can use them as a human too. And we have a lot of that on hand, um, especially epinephrine, which is in an EpiPen. If you know your dosage, you don't even need the EpiPen. You got that on hand. Yeah. Uh, things like penicillin, uh, the, the penicillin G, which is long lasting. I'm telling you right now, it's the same exact thing that comes down the mar- down the line. It just wasn't tested or approved for human use, but it's the exact same thing. And yeah. one other thing, uh, um, I'll, I'll bring this up as, as a suggestion. If um, they haven't already been rated, of course, you know that if uh, you are out on the road and uh, there's medicine to be needed, uh, pharmacies are going to be ripped completely apart. Oh, they're going to be, oh, yeah. but I want you to think about this for a second. Think about all the different locations throughout your area that have the drug drop-off boxes. Hmm. You know, they have those, uh, um, all over and you know, Hey, that might be worth, uh, scavenging for that as well. But, uh, you know, I've been putting together, I've got a lot of medicines, of course, you know, I'm a fatter, older guy, so I got a lot of medicines. <laughs> and so, no, no, you're you know, not fat. As Jamie says, we're large Americans. We're large Americans. <laughs> Larger than life sometimes. Uh, but one of the things is that, uh, you know, I've got some stuff put away so that I can start putting together for a pack so mm-hmm. that just in case that I need it down the road. And and then I've got some stuff that they say that the stuff goes bad after, you know, so long. And I'm kind of, it's kind of one of those things where I'm kind of oh. like, maybe they went weaken a little bit, but they still have some use. They weaken over time. I don't know what that time period would be, but I can tell you right now, I've taken some pretty old amoxicillin and it worked just fine. Just fine, yeah. As I don't throw it out when it expires, it's just retarded. But you have to think, cross. you have to think, yeah, vet clinics and everything mm-hmm. else. But remember also that uh, vet clinics and places like that are probably going to have other people also going for that same stuff. So you don't want to go where you're going to have too much competition. In our area, I would imagine the vets themselves are going to clear out their own shelves and take them with them. Our vets. I don't I know they would. I would if I was a vet. Places yeah. like Runnings, Tractor Supply, Feed Supply Places. I remember being down at our hog hunt once uh, years ago. <laughs> getting a cold. He, that was Corey. Said, was it Corey? He yeah. said, I'm not letting this ruin my my vacation. We went to Tractor Supply and he picked some stuff up. And then next day, that he was back at it. He felt good. And uh, I think I took some too. We got sulfur boluses, uh, basically what yeah. you give give cattle, uh, just yeah. a really good antibiotic, and it works great. I'm telling you guys, if you're feeling like you can't get over something, I wouldn't suggest every time you feel a sniffle to take one. But if you're having trouble, don't go to the doctor and have to spend hundreds of dollars and get a an antibiotic that you have to take for 14 days. No, take a sulfur bolus according to weight. It's it's uh, so many mils a hundred, and I'm telling you, in 12 hours, you're back on your feet. And yeah. uh, you're going to be over it within 24, most likely, most things. Not everything, but a lot of things. So. And I have to throw the disclaimer is, is don't take advice from a podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm saying we're giving you advice, but you don't I, I can tell you I've personally done it. And uh, yeah. Educate you know. yourself. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, that when the whole thing with China virus was going around and oh, the ivermectin, don't take horse paste. 
How retarded were them people? Do you realize there's an injectable ivermectin that's actually a pen pills for the use for humans? It's been around since what, the 1940s? Yeah, but it became a talking point for them and Ugh. us. Or us and and it works. Yeah. Um, I mean, vet, I know a veterinarian, I'm not going to give his name, but he took a little dose every single day during that thing. And the, the gentleman's quite up there in age. He never got anything. In fact, he still continued doing it as a preventative measure. He said he's never felt better. <laughs> so maybe there's something to that. I don't know. All right. Get through a few of these here. Cliff, he's, he says uh, Grand Thumb on YouTube is a really good resource source to learn from. We'll have to check that out. I've never heard of that one. Right. There's so much stuff to look at. There is. David, he says, I'm referencing uh, broadcast watts. I have 90 watts in atmospheric conditions limit me 9 to 51 miles. So that's quite a range, nine to fifty-one miles. That, yeah. That's quite, quite yeah. a range, actually. Uh, big variance there. Tack Pack, another one. It's another subscription that sends good gear. Okay, I, I don't know if that was one you sent me or not. I've sent you a few, but no, I think that's not that's not the one I sent. But yeah, there are subscription packs out, and like yep. I said, we've been looking at a few, trying to see not only. Not only mm -hmm. that uh, they are um, reputable and they'll get you what you're supposed to get and, and for a, the best price you can, but right. that they're, they're not uh, one of these groups that, uh, that sends all the money that you send them to some causes we don't want. So, right. you know, it's, and we were talking about that with a few of the um, subscription boxes, mm -hmm. you know, it's good to check out the background of them and see, and if you got yep. any questions, call them up directly. And Maybe I did that. Get one each from a different company and see how they compare. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Doug, he says 45 long Colt. Yeah, 45 Colt can have a lever or a, or a pistol, lever, right, lever yeah. action rifle. And Condense. we talked about that too, uh, convenience. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of th things, yeah, there's probably must-haves, yeah. but there's also going to be personal preferences. And it's going to depend on what your situation is. Like me, I'm here. Yeah, I don't really need to go anywhere if, if i gotta leave things got real bad guys <laughs> <laughs> if you're coming to me i'm worried yeah i mean so it, it's all gonna you know i can prepare in different ways so that when people that i know are coming here yeah. we're ready it's just you guys getting you know getting here you might be 338 miles or you might be 10 or you might be 50 i mean there's, there's a few people yeah you're gonna have a little longer trip van <laughs> Well, we'll get into that down the road. We'll talk yes. about more stuff when we got, we're going to go through different yep. things with this, uh, <laughs> with the bug out bag, but also we'll go over the fact that your vehicles, um, you know, they're going to have to get somewhere. Um, and you're going to have to be able to stock them up with gas. Now you can't just leave gas in cans in your garage forever. Definitely. I mean, this stuff will go bad. So you're going to have to have a, a schedule to rotate that stuff out and, you know, another get, advantage get of new. diesel diesel it will uh get bacteria in it essentially yeah but it takes a long time for that i mean we had that tractor sit for several years when i didn't use it put fresh gas diesel on top mixed it and i tell you what that baby fired off and ran like a top so think about that by the way depending on what happens whether it's a government attack whether it's a you know whatever type it might be if there's an emf goes off all your guys' new vehicles ain't gonna run right the chips are done i have vehicles that'll run but most people don't keep their old stuff going. So keep that in mind, too. Might need that Scout 2 back, Vance. It still runs. <laughs> yeah. So I guess uh, I probably, let's probably call it a wrap on this. Um, yeah. Unless you guys got anything. And, and no, we'll we're good on that one. We'll do a part three at some point. I don't think we'll do it next week. We got some other plans for next week. Right. And uh, 
I guess uh, the next thing we're going to roll into is, is going to be Mr. Wayne LaPierre. We're going to take another quick break before we do that. I think it'd be a good time to do that because I think that might be lengthy and talk about what happened, why it happened, and where does the NRA go from here with uh, Wayne LaPierre not at the helm. It, it could get interesting. So stay yep. tuned, guys. We're coming back with uh, NRA and Wayne LaPierre. The Lauer Auto Repair. They're located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota, or give them a call at 701-258-6308. The team of mechanics at Lauer Auto can tackle any problem your vehicle is having, and when you do business with Lauer, you can be assured you're doing business with the Pro Second Amendment America First Repair Shop. There's plenty of other auto repair shops in the Bismarck Mandan area, but why take the chance of patronizing a shop that might not have your beliefs at heart? Make no mistake, Lauer Auto is your pro Second Amendment repair shop. When you talk to the guys at Lauer Auto, don't forget to tell them you heard they're a sponsor of Guns and the 701 and that you appreciate their support of our pro Second Amendment, pro North Dakota, live stream and podcast. That's Lauer Auto Repair, 701-258-6308, located at 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. All right, welcome back, everybody. We're going to have to pep this up. I think we're kind of getting on low there. We need to get going here. So so as you all know, I'm sure you all heard everything that Wayne LaPierre stepped down what was last week uh, as the executive vice president of the National Rifle Association. Now, I think this has been coming for a while. Um, when I worked for them, I really thought that, uh, that Wayne should have probably retired at that time. Yeah. Just because I thought he was losing his step. He wasn't as quick on his feet. He wasn't near as energetic as he was through the days. So my my feelings then was, you know, he did a really, he did one hell of a job, uh, especially when he started out. But I'm telling you, it was time for him even 10, 15 years ago, he probably should have stepped down because he just didn't have it. He should have just turned the reins over to Chris Cox at that time and let him have it. Um, I think he would have been a great executive vice president because he took Wayne's spot with the NRA ILA and you know, Wayne did a heck of a job with the ILA. You know, he basically fostered that baby and brought it to what it was then turned it over to James Baker and eventually Chris Cox. So everybody can get on Wayne as much as they want. Now, if the things that are being said are true, then he needs to face the music. He needs to stand and face those accusations and then take the consequence if true. But you got Letitia James, the same commie that's prosecuting Trump right now on false narratives. Is she prosecuting Wayne on this? I do not know. I know some of the accusations that have been made, and I know some of the backstory. You guys have both heard them in the past. Yeah. You know, the, the one suit was the one I knew about. That was the one the media blew up. And I'm sorry, Wayne LaPierre was in California at a deal. His luggage didn't make it. He needed a suit. Yeah, it was an expensive one. They went and bought it in that area and uh yeah the nra paid for it i'm, t I'm telling you i don't want william lapierre who's the face of the nra going to speak on our behalf in an election year in california going out there looking like fetterman i want him to look good <laughs> so, <laughs> that's a good one right there that's a good a good analogy you know and a lot and of companies do um offer a clothing package or an allowance and things like that i don't mm -hmm. you know unless he abused that situation i don't I don't know. And did he take a lot of private flights? That was true. We know we all knew about that. That was yeah. no secret. But it's because I don't think people realize how many threats on his life happened daily yeah. because he was the head of the NRA. And man, the, the man actually had his entire credit rating destroyed because they hack all his stuff and literally 
open up credit cards and, and charging accounts and things and then not pay them. It literally destroyed his credit rating at one point. So, I mean, yeah, you can talk about all the things that may or may not happen. I don't know. Let's let this trial play out and see what's presented as evidence. I guess I'm going to, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I'm glad it, I am glad he stepped down and retired. I thought it needed to happen years ago. I thought it's time to turn it over to someone new. I'd love to see him bring Chris Cox back at this point. Uh, who knows? Ollie North might come back now because there was mm. that whole coup thing in 2019 and they, they lost. So yeah. <laughs> when you lose your coup, guess what? You go away. You're, you're going to go away. And that's what <laughs> yeah. happened. And Chris Cox didn't go away. He just went into a whole nother. He, he started his own company, essentially. So mm. he's still doing the same thing. He still loves the Second Amendment. Now, that Josh uh, guy... I'm telling you, that guy was a snake when I met him. I didn't like him when he came in to replace Kyle Weaver. I didn't trust him. There was something about him, a little sawed-off, little suckers. What I, I couldn't stand the guy. And I, it looks like we, we were right about that. He actually went to work for a gun control corporation after he left the NRA. So we're what's right. that tell you? I think he was a yeah. plant from day one. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to let you guys kind of chime in on this. I mean, I got a lot of stuff here. We, well, of go course. Go ahead and have you chime in on it. On one of the things they were I mean, they're talking about, private jet flights from Washington, D.C. to Dallas with stops mm -hmm. in Nebraska to pick up Lapierre's, uh, or, uh, Lapierre's uh, niece. Now, according to the bylaws of the NRA, you're supposed to fly coach. I understand that. You know, mm -hmm. but um, <laughs> I, I think one something. of the problems is, is that is that you, anybody, we've seen it in politicians, we see it in anybody else, is that when they have, too much power for too long, they they tend to find it easier to abuse it because it's just given to them. And I think from the lower epsilons, it was given to him and and he just became acceptable with it. And like I said, I think he should have been out a while back simply because I just think he lost a step. When I first yep. got into the uh, uh, to helping out with friends of the NRA, it was that way. He was, uh, you know, the, the attention wasn't where it needed to be. Uh, but you know, Hey, you know, he's still doing the fight and that's what we wanted. We wanted somebody doing the fight. Absolutely. Well, I totally agree. And uh, I remember as well, we were volunteering out there at about the same time. Um, and Clay pointing out things at the time that were going on that, uh, why he probably should have went ahead and retired while he was kind of, uh, ahead of the game and integrity intact, or at least I'm not saying his integrity is not intact now, but it's being attacked. Um, right. Yeah. What do you think about a situation like with the NRA organization, like the NRA having term limits? He's been in there 33 years. Yeah. Well, 91. It was never yeah. an elected position. Maybe it should be. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You know, the executive vice president is essentially a, a, another name for your CEO. Right. Okay. So he was always appointed by the board. You know, if, if people want to really blame somebody, if he's, if he did wrong, why on earth didn't the board do something then? They had well, to know. I, th I think that is kind of an easy thing. That that's kind of goes on their side, though, is like that it was Wayne's way or no way, you know. And I think, you know, that's the other side of, of having power for too long uh, right. then lets you get away with everything because, you know, uh, I've worked for some mm -hmm. corporations and corporations that have said, you know, stupid things. But here I am trying to, you know, feed my family it's tough to, to buck the system. I've actually said to, to my former corporate 
um, CEO, you know, questions that I had when he was in town and, you know, it wasn't received very nicely, but I was being honest and I figured if he couldn't answer, well then who could, right? So it's, it's one of those things where you're right, people should, but they, they became too hesitant and we've seen so much turnover in the NRA clay through all the different divisions, uh, yes. couldn't keep people in the same jobs. And of course, then it's, it's kind of like a government job where you, if you, if you didn't, uh, do what you were supposed to do in a short period of time. You just got moved off to something else. Except in field ops. Uh, as you know, how many reps, you know, I was one that stayed, I was one of the longest ones there when I retired. Right. Uh, ten, almost 10 years. Um, the, I can tell you the average employment of a field rep at that time was three years or less. So think about that. The, the turnover within that particular position. That had a lot to do, you know, uh, I think some people took the job, didn't realize what it was couldn't handle it and then left. Some got fired because they weren't performing. And as we all say, you know, crap rolls downhill. And we saw that if it came from above and it went to the, the general manager and then went to the regional directors and then it came down to us. And that We were at the bottom of that heap. Even yeah. though, I mean, we got paid well. We did well. We, we had a great job, honestly. I loved the job. I was really starting to hate the travel. But the things I saw, I mean, you know the things I complained about all the time. Yeah. To me, I compared it to government with this huge bureaucracy, and it was. You had the same bureaucratic crap happening up here at the top when they had no idea what we were doing right? You knew, or how we accomplished it. All they saw was the dollar signs we were producing, which I'm telling you, it was a lot when of money. To, remember when them? it gets down to a bean counter mentality, then it's going to yes. have a lot of things fall through the cracks. And it was, you know... The years I was there, it just kept going up and kept going up and kept going up. And we were doing well. And then, boom, we had a bad year. Well, it can't always keep going up. When you have a 10-year streak, because it was doing that before I got there, of increasing significantly, eventually you're going to top out, right? Right. And now it doesn't mean you can't come back from that. But, you know, and, and, and a lot of people got fired over that. And really, they had nothing to do with that. Uh, I watched it happen in my own area. I had to get creative. When I first stepped in, I had North Dakota, and the oil boom was uh, booming, right? right? Well, then it went bust, didn't it? And yeah. we saw revenue go down quite significantly in those areas. But we we did things. We adapted. We changed. I mean, Mike, you went to high-caliber clubs. We had one in Lemon. We we started one in McIntosh and, and had a couple great ones there. I mean, we got more creative and replaced those dollars. Now, we didn't grow a lot that year, but we did make growth. We just yep. didn't make the double-digit growth. But as far as Wayne goes, I said I think he should have retired a long time ago. Yeah. Um, well, well, here's a question for you. So Lapierre is accused of setting himself up with $17 million contract with the NRA if he were to exit the organization. So do you think that's after, what, how long did you say, 33 years? 91, he went in there. So. Yeah, 91. So 33 years. I mean, obviously, he's got a nice nest egg from it already. But, I mean, that's just asking for even more uh, in a time where the NRA is in turmoil. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't tell you anything about the contracts. I mean, that's stuff we just didn't have. You know, we weren't privy to that information. Right. If he did, you know, was it legit? Fine. If it wasn't, and it was to provide him with some kind of a – nest egg afterwards uh i got a problem with that no absolutely yeah i just feel like the longer someone's in power the more they feel like mike was saying the, the more they feel like they can get away with and it, it's true it's very true 
I mean, you you start feeling invincible, like, oh, buy that suit, they're not going to do nothing. I'm Wayne. That's why the term limits for politicians are so important. I mean, well, I can tell you this. Uh, every time I went to headquarters, which, by the way, is a magnificent building, everyone should go visit it once. But, uh, and by the way, they didn't spend millions and millions and millions of dollars on that building. They bought it in a bankruptcy, literally for pennies on the dollar. And then they rented out the entire sixth floor and part of the fifth. And it was making more money than it was costing them. But that's another thing that Wayne was accused of. And he's, yes, he made it happen because. It was available, but anyway, that's a whole. Well, he made thing. it profitable, so that's a bad. Yes, thing. Yeah. yeah, that's a horrible thing, right? But uh, as far as him, uh, you know, abusing the 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 position, I imagine he did. Um, anybody that says that any position you've ever had, and I can tell you right now that I took a you know, things in stride. Sometimes you know I did with NRA, and we took advantage of some of the things that we had available to us. Not that we did anything wrong. But we probably didn't have to do it. You know, we might, I, I looked at it as rewarding my volunteers to take them all yeah. out for a nice dinner. Weren't yeah. supposed to do that. Or Mike, you'd ride along with me to help me out at events or Vance as well. Not supposed to do that. So, yes, I did take those kinds of liberties and I didn't Which really give a shit. We had it set up for you as uh, you had volunteers spread on both sides of uh, of, of uh, East and West River on both sides of North Dakota and South Dakota. Yep. And it was great because you could have a support group to help you with banquets when they were too far away from me to get out this weekend or for Vance to get out this weekend. Yep. You always had that support group. And that's what they didn't want you to have. They wanted you to be... Well, heck, let's just put it in the, in the simple ways. Uh, if if you didn't put your foot down, they would have had you in a, a flex, a Ford Flex, trying to trying to pull around <laughs> yes. the trailer. Uh, you know, probably blowing out an axle every time you try to pull the dang thing. They literally, they literally tried to put me in one of those or put me in a in a caravan, a Dodge caravan. I, was like, I need four wheel drive. It's not a luxury. I have to have it. They said, "Well, you don't live in a mountain state, so you can't have a four-wheel drive pickup." I go, "What the hell's that got to do with anything?" I said, "Okay, I got the Black Hills, and I got three banquets down there. Does that count?" I go, "Where I live, if I don't have four-wheel drive, I said, fine, you get me those two, one of them two vehicles." But I'm telling you that I won't go out in that bad weather if I think I'm going to get stuck getting out of my driveway. Yeah, I'll just stay home, and then less will get done. And guess what? I got they, the compromise. They give me that stupid little Ford Explorer, but. They learned that lesson because the rear end went out of it. Both of the front axle hubs went out of it because they just weren't made for that kind of exploders. <laughs> yeah, they really were. And and I want to get back to Wayne. So one thing that I, I noticed when I was going through this court case a little bit, a lot of the accusations within it seem as if they're geared at the foundation. Now, as you know, because you were part of it, there were branches of the NRA. The, the NRA is, I believe, a 501c4 nonprofit okay and that's a way different thing and way different rules than the 501c3 which that was the nra foundation of course you've got the whittington center the pvf the election volunteer evc i mean there's lots of branches to the national rifle association all with their own coding but the main one is the 501c4 and the things they're accusing him of some of them you can do with a nonprofit organization. Just because you're nonprofit, A, doesn't mean you can't make a profit. B, depending on the type you file, you still have to file income tax and you still can treat it as a business. I don't know if anyone's aware of that, but you can. So when I looked at some of these, they're trying to mix that over and in the public eye, they're not gonna know. 
yes, you can't go do all this lavish thing on a foundation. You're not supposed to. If you're the ACLU or a liberal organization foundation, then you can get away with it, but not the NRA. And I can tell you right now, the bean counters at the NRA, if, if there's some wrongdoing, then Wayne, I'm talking with the foundation side of it, then Wayne is pretty thrifty. I mean, yeah. they caught, they catch everything. You guys know, just when we did our own little reports on a banquet, they'd catch two cents, yeah. which is fine. But the, the checks and the double checks and the triple checks of expense and income coming out of the foundation, I don't see how he could have ever abused anything coming out of the foundation. So if anything is that the charges are related to the foundation, I don't believe it just because that's what I was involved with the most. And I saw how the money was kept track. I mean, Guys, you remember when we had to fill out the 1099s, even though we really didn't have to? Yeah. But we did it as a precaution, so we sent people 1099s out of precaution, so because we were the NRA, we can't screw up, right? Well, there are so many things that we had to, as the NRA, had to do mm -hmm. that no other group, uh, no other, uh, I don't want to name anybody, but no other uh, hunting group or no other Second Amendment group or no other, you know, didn't have to do. Right. Um, they didn't have to do it because they weren't getting the, the IRS wasn't being used as a tool against us. Yes. And so, yeah, it was, it was like, we had a target on our back. And so we've had a target on our back since 91. Oh, so for, I mean, for many, 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 many years. I feel like that these attacks are a big part of discrediting the NRA. They are. And, and they just are. another attack, uh, a back door to attacking the second amendment because the NRA has been the strongest advocate for the second amendment since the beginning and yeah. so i think this is just a uh, a backdoor attack absolutely and everything people are accusing him of like i said let's see what happens let's see what comes out in this yeah. in this case I, I really am waiting to see all these things but i'm gonna i'm gonna specifically uh go over some of the good things uh one of them was do you remember the uh, little thing called the assault weapons ban? It had some fancy name about safe, whatever. But if it wouldn't have been for Wayne LaPierre, who at that time was working with uh, the ILA as well as being the uh, executive vice president, that would have never expired, guys. Nope. We'd still have it. There would have been no sunset clause. You wouldn't have had 1022s. Yes, those were on the yeah. list. Remington 7400s, which are nothing more than a wood-stocked hunting rifle that's semi-auto. They'd have been banned. Essentially, every semi-auto you can think of, except for the exception of a few, would have been banned. And they would have been banned permanently. Okay, And some of the things in that were just insane. But we had a Democrat Congress, House and Senate. We had a Democrat president willing to sign it. It was going to pass. This is what nobody... And that's why Marion Hammer, who was president at that time, caught such... She took a shellacking because all oh, the NRA, Wayne LaPierre and Marion Hammer, they compromised our rights. No, they didn't. They actually saved them and restored them 10 years later Yeah, because that would have never, ever expired. It was going to pass. They litigated it down to nothing. And yes, it allowed certain reps and certain senators to then vote for that piece of crap but it was minimal. You know, at least things were grandfathered in. So if you had a 10-round mag or you had an AR-15 or anything like that, you could still have it. The original bill, you had to turn it in. I don't know if anybody knows that. But that is that was all the work of basically NRA's Wayne LaPierre, 
and Chris Cox and James Baker. Chris Cox was there at the time too, but James Baker was very, very involved in that. And if it wasn't for the NRA as a whole and people bitch about the NRA, you wouldn't have nothing today. Right. Nothing. The NRA is the 10,000 pound gorilla sitting in the corner, sitting there going, no, yes, no, you better not. And don't piss it off because they do still have the clout and the power within the legislative bodies and with its members. The members, they make it sound like the membership is, oh, it's weakening. No, it's still pretty strong. And I imagine they're, they're going to gain a lot of new members and probably donations off of this. And that's fine because there was a lot of people that had lost trust in the NRA. So, like I said, I think it was very much time for Wayne to retire. And I thought he should have done it years ago because he did have all this scrutiny around him. And I think it was really hurting the organization as a whole. And it was time for him to part ways and, and retire. And it has happened now. So that's my two cents on that. Yeah. Right. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say, so looking at what the Letitia James wants to come out of this trial is to uh, order uh, of course, the defendants to pay back all the money and be banned from serving in leadership <laughs> positions in any charitable organization conducting business in the state. Sounds just like another case I've ever heard. Uh, yeah. Such yeah. as accepting donations from New Yorkers. You can't accept mm -hmm. donations from New Yorkers at that point. Yeah. So I don't understand how that works as a legality. Uh, so, either. you know, you yeah. can't accept uh, or any other residents as members. You can't. So this is basically saying that you as a New Yorker can no longer be a member of the NRA. Well, that's if he stayed with the NRA. Right. Um, no, if this, no, this is what she's saying. You know, I be, went and looked. I actually oh, looked up what the what you? charge or what okay. was filed. So what's what, what that is, is in layman's terms, I guess, for lack of a better term. She's basically saying that she wants it. Wayne LaPierre, along with the other defendants listed in there, they can't have anything to do with any nonprofit organization in the state of New York. If they do, if another nonprofit would hire them, that means that nonprofit, whether it be the NRA, and that's what it is, it's going to stop them from being affiliated with the NRA, but any organization. So I suppose she did that because she doesn't want to look like she's targeting one organization. Mm. So say he, say, a, a, I don't know, pick your deal, Susan O'Gorman Foundation. If they hired him for the state of New York to head up whatever, then they would not be able to take one single donation from a New York resident. Right. See what I'm getting at? Okay. That's what she's asking for. And that's insane. And how would they know? I mean, really, seriously, how would they know? Uh, certain donations, they, you don't even have to report them if they're under a certain amount of money. Well, it's I hope just, I, I hope he joins the Salvation Army. There you go. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so I think Wayne will get through this court case. We'll see where it goes. I think then he will step back. I think he will be called upon by certain people. I mean, you guys all know I still call certain guys at headquarters. I right. still have those connections, and why wouldn't I? I imagine he will have that same thing going on at the National Rifle Association, but as a whole, he won't be the face of the NRA. Uh, and uh, I don't know where he, I think he'll just retire and uh, live out life. You know, he's 74 well, he's years old. Or 74, yeah, 74, 74 years, years old. old. He's had yeah. a good career with the NRA. He's yeah. Uh, Clay knows, uh, and Mike probably does too. I've disagreed with some things he's done. Felt like mm -hmm. he could be stronger, but all in all, he's had a fantastic career and done some really good things. Like Clay Absolutely. pointed out, we wouldn't have our um, that that ban would not have lifted if it wasn't for him. So 
he he's done what he can do, done a good job all in all, and time to go enjoy life and sit back. Right. Yeah. You got to remember, he came on board in 1977. <laughs> this is how well I know all this. Uh, basically, after ILA was was uh, created, you know, ILA didn't come around until 1975. Right. And then that's where Wayne cut his teeth and then eventually become the head of the ILA. And, I mean, that guy, oh, he was fierce. I don't know if you saw the debate he did with that gal from uh, Europe. Uh, the great gun debate, they called it. Uh, I got oh, yeah. the DVD still. He trounced her. I mean, that's when he was on his, I mean, he was on his game. He was doing it. And I'm telling you, and he was instrumental, I think, in, from what I understood there, basically bringing Charlton Heston into the full mm -hmm. after the Marion Hammer deal. NRA about split at that time. I don't know if anybody knows that. NRA damn near split in half and went into two organizations. And a lot of people did leave. Larry Pratt, who you know is familiar with uh, Gun Owners of America. Mm -hmm. Right. A lot of these other guys split, but the organization did not. Charles Heston was a big part of that and brought the NRA back. And I think, uh, I think he had a lot to do with that. So don't count. Don't uh, let's, like I said, let's see where the trial goes. Like I said, if he is guilty, he needs to pay the piper. He really does. But I, yeah. without, without LaPierre, especially in the seventies and eighties and even in the nineties, NRA would not be what it is today. It just no. wouldn't be. No. So remember, there I, are there are seventy six board members that decide everything. So you know, yeah, it, it's tough to say that one guy is going to push around seventy six people to all his way. But you know, well, I will tell you this: uh, be after being out there, whenever La, Lapierre walked through the hall, wherever you were, yep. it was almost like a stand at attention thing. You were supposed to pay some pretty big respects to him. So, I mean, it, it, and if you didn't, you were called out on it. Mm -hmm. I'd probably be called out. Yeah, well, I was once or twice. I didn't even know. I mean, I didn't know that you know, if he comes, you're supposed to stand up and, you know, I mean, not salute, but, you know, you know Mr. Lapierre. Uh, I'll show him that respect when he's earned my respect, but I'm not going to bow to him. I, exactly. And, uh, <laughs> he had my respect because I knew the things he had done. Now, if he's done these other things, then I feel pretty dumb doing that. So, but yeah, anyway, that's what. That's where I'm at on Wayne. I think Wayne did a ton of good stuff for the NRA, brought it to where it was. Now let's move on. Okay. Wayne okay. has resigned. Yep. He's retired. There's an interim guy in there right now who I met, and he seemed like a pretty solid guy. I don't think he's going to be the evil person at all if they're trying to make him out to be already. I want to see him bring in though somebody that that almost has the same effect that Heston had on the organization because they need that. They need to bring in somebody with a very good rapport. And is spotless. They really do. That's my, my vote would be Colin Noor. I think Colin Noor would be excellent. I excellent. think Chris Cox excellent. would be good. Yep. Um, Chris, yeah. I, I just there's a lot of good candidates out, out there to be the executive vice president. And I think Colin Noor would be fantastic. Uh yeah. Like that guy's got a head on his shoulders. He really does. His his law background yes. and his his stance is so yep. strong. I think I think he great. could lead the NRA well, and he could put the right people in place down below him as he goes. Uh, you're going to yeah. have that managing director, and that's the guy that Kyle Weaver was that oversaw our operations and everybody else's. And Colin could put the right people in there and get it done. Yeah. He really could. So, yeah. yeah, Axel Hondo. Yeah, Doug says, "Yep, CN for sure. Absolutely, I agree. I, I yep, think he'd yep. be a great one. Like I said, I think Chris Cox would be another one. Remember, Chris tried to overthrow it, and don't be surprised, guys." Now, it will be interesting. Oliver North was a popular president. He wasn't in there even a year. Yeah. 
right. you could see him possibly come back because he was trying to fix these things in 2019 and he got ousted because of it. And it's because they, they had a plan. They were going to get rid of Wayne and Wayne unfortunately won at that time. So now that that's done, you might see a whole different annual meeting and just, just be watching the annual meeting. Maybe this is the one to go to this year. I don't know, but <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Yeah. So, all right, well, let's take another break. Let's take a spot, thank a sponsor here uh, for supporting the show, and then we'll come back and uh, we'll wrap this show up with a couple things. How's that sound? Sounds good. All good. right, we'll see everybody on the other side of the break. Lawler Auto Repair. They're located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota, or give them a call at 701-258-6308. The team of mechanics at Lawler Auto can tackle any problem your vehicle is having, and when you do business with Lawler, you can be assured you're doing business with the Pro Second Amendment America First Repair Shop. There's plenty of other auto repair shops in the Bismarck Mandan area, but why take the chance of patronizing a shop that might not have your beliefs at heart? Make no mistake, Lauer Auto is your pro Second Amendment repair shop. When you talk to the guys at Lauer Auto, don't forget to tell them you heard they're a sponsor of Guns and the 701 and that you appreciate their support of our pro Second Amendment, pro North Dakota, live stream and podcast. That's Lauer Auto Repair, 701-258-6308, located at 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. All right. Again, thanks to Lauer Auto and uh, for everything they do to support the show. So I'm going to skip over the Iowa shooter thing. I think maybe we'll cover that. I mean, right. guys, uh, I'll just say something very quick. It's left the narrative of the, of the general media because it didn't fit the ideology of what they wanted. And uh, yeah. pretty much it's disappeared as I figured it would after I saw what had happened. But uh, we're kind of running short on time. And I think that that's uh, something we can cover later. Maybe we'll bring it up Friday. I don't know, but something sure. we can do later. So. Before we move on, though, to like happy ending, and we're going to have Jamie joining us here in just a little bit, I've got to show this video and kind of announce something we're going to be doing, because I think it's kind of cool uh, what the, what we're going to have on the coming up. So here we go, guys. I'll go ahead and play Ooh. this. Yeah. <laughs> and that looked fun. It looks fun. Talk about being a grill master. <laughs> so, that is the Pulsar uh, flamethrower. And I guess I kind of had this idea floating around in my head because I seen this ad come up and uh, there was a heck of a good price on them, sale price. People have asked me so many times, oh, where do you get one? How did Jamie have that one in the intro? Because, you know, if you noticed in the intro, I played by accident the flamethrowers on there yep yep and i thought hmm, that might be a thing so we kind of talked about it we all discussed it and guess what there it is guys that's what we're going to be doing we are going to be doing the guns and 701 pulse fire flamethrower raffle uh this thing guys is not, it's not little it can be mounted to the bottom of your ar you can run it just like you see it right there going to run this out of south dakota so that we don't have to worry about all the archaic uh gambling and gaming laws in north dakota so we'll just we're going to run it out of north or out of south dakota but so we're not breaking no laws guys but this is what we're going to do 150 tickets we don't have them yet so don't start chiming in we coming we're, soon coming soon coming soon 20 bucks each till they're sold out and then we're going to draw and oh 
I don't. I, I'm tempted to order one for myself. Just <laughs> well, I was thinking when you put, we're playing that, we need one in Florida. Yeah, we, that's, we that's kind of what I was thinking. So you know, I thought that might be kind of cool to have, and I might. I, new way to roast a pig. I yeah, might bite true. the bullet. I've needed another new tool. I mean, I bought a AR upper and built a different AR, but I like that flamethrower. Can you put that on the bottom? <laughs> Jamie, how we doing? Hey, doing good, guys. How you doing tonight? Good. Oh, it's been an interesting show. I think. I think. Hey, I Josh, bit, what's I've, up, buddy? I've been a little bit, a uh, little lower, and lower energy than I usually. <laughs> what the hell? That <laughs> flamethrower looks badass. Oh, doesn't it? I had a better video, but it didn't load up for whatever reason. I suppose it was just a little bit too big of a file for our program. So, <laughs> our hosts of uh, Guns in the Seven O eligible to win. Yes, they are. Your money's just as good. Our money's just as good as everybody else's. There you go. If they knew what I had in that raffle for the Farm Bureau, you'll know it's not rigged. <laughs> I spent yeah, my, that, my share in there. Clay brought that up yeah. to me, showed me that yesterday, and I was going, yeah, that, that thing's freaking badass for sure. Let's do that. Oh. That is freaking awesome, man. So I, I got it ordered. I, hey, Cap. I, thanks, buddy. Went in and ordered it, and it'll be here. So when I get it, I should have it by next week, guys. So we might have to do a little preview <laughs> on the show. So, uh, play, send me a link of where you ordered that from. I can do that. That's pretty easy. That's pretty easy to do. So, yeah, I'm really excited. I think that's going to be a good raffle, and uh, we're we're doing that on behalf of uh, well, Northwest Shooters is going to run the raffle out of Morristown, South Dakota, and all proceeds will be going to Guns in the Seven One Seven Hundred One. So yeah, awesome. Yeah, hey, I, Dan. Dan says Dakota Rifle and Dickinson has a flamethrower just like Jamie's. <laughs> nice. So, all right. So what we got going on here, that's why Jamie wanted to come on here and uh, I invited him. I said, you did better come on. Jamie's got a little <laughs> something going on uh, that I think everybody should hear about. Yeah. So uh, tomorrow night's going to be the first episode of 701 Nation. I'm going to have my buddy uh, Tyson Schwab on. Uh, you can catch it, and that's going to be on just like this. I mean, it's not set every Thursday night, but tomorrow it's going to be. And um, all the outlets that Guns in the 701's on, It's, I mean, it's right in conjunction with, with Guns in the 701. Um, obviously, I'm still I'm still involved. I'm, uh, as Clay likes to call it, a founding father. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Tyson, Tyson, I think Tyson, either he had the state record mule deer or he was right there with rifle and – so we're going to talk, we're going to just start off, you know, introduce Tyson, um, talk about, you know, scouting deer, scouting mule deer. It's going to be a whole mule deer podcast, man, because I love mule deer and Tyson's a big muley guy. He knows way more about hunting than I do, um, younger guy than I am. But, you know, guns, bows, what kind of bow he uses, what he's into on that, and, you know, was he like typical, non-typical, what you do after the hunt, what he's going to do with the meat, shed hunting. I think it's just going to be all all mule deer, and I'm, I'm going to try and keep it right at about, you know, 75 minutes or less. I want to keep it at that. And when I start out doing this, I'm just going to do it. Like, every every other week, I'm going to do it. But um, I'm definitely into more doing the video thing. Not that I think I'm some big videographer or anything, because I'm not. You know, I just look like some dipshit with a camera shooting guns. But uh, I have fun doing <laughs> yeah, it. But- a good face for face for radio. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. My teeth, for sure. I wish I had Clay's nice, perfect smile there, but I don't. I, I opted on the It a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we're going to do that, like I said. Um, and just kind of the stuff I'm going to do, we're going to kind of get out of my wheelhouse on a few things. Um, I'm talking to a buddy of mine who is a, he's a championship team roper. I'm thinking about having him on. 
he's getting into some prairie dog shooting, kind of do some of that. You know, I love eating walleye. I used to be a huge fisherman for whatever reason. Don't do it anymore. Um, and but man, a lot. Well, there's actually more guys I know that own guns that fish and they actually do hunt. Mm. So um, I, I'm into that. Hey, I'd like to get the message out, and people love fishing. And hey, um, I might actually my buddy Brad actually sent me something from his ice house, and he you know he said just like sitting in your hunting shack, man. So that's well, I might. I, I love might, the ice fish. <laughs> I, I really do. <laughs> So the format of the show, Jamie, is it's going to be more focused on the hunting and fishing and the guns and gear. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Vance, uh, hunting, fishing, pretty much. I mean, guns and gear is going to be my first thing. I, I love shooting more than anything. And, yep. you know, we're going to do a lot more gun reviews. Well, of course, right now the weather kind of sucks, but and I'm just talking <laughs> to Axe today about going out there, not this weekend, but next weekend, maybe some kind of cold weather um, gun review. I'm blowing some shit up. We always like to do that. That's always fun too. But yeah, guns and gear, hunting, fishing, and just, you know, um, I'm actually talking about doing like a, a sausage making show. Cause you know, Hey, what's more making sausage in the upper Midwest and, right. and, you know, just something like getting some stuff out of my wheelhouse. Something, you know, I, I mean, not that I'm an expert on anything, but I, I certainly like having people on that. Here's your guy, right? There's Tyson right there with the, with the absolute beast, and that that's just one of them. This guy, this guy's a slayer of giant mule deer. It's awesome, and, and he's super passionate about it. So it, yeah, it's going to be a good show. Ty's an awesome guy, and um, yeah, I seen that mount he's got in his house. It, it's crazy. That thing is. I, I got to put this up. One shot says he thought you got in peach, Jamie. <laughs> 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 no, no, and I just hey, I just trying to expand um, the fingers on the show a little bit and just get the yeah. message out, man. I'm 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 a guns in the seven oh one man to, to the, my core, and obviously it's right behind me. That's that's not going anywhere. Neither my guns in the seven oh one gear. In fact, Clay's bringing me some up. I got some people who want it, and um, you know, some people think I'm I'm trying to do my own thing and and, and ditch everybody. <laughs> oh, that, that's not happening. That the, is not the questions I got. I mean, it sounds like a great program. I'm looking forward to. Yeah. It. Hey, man. And if anybody, I the more the more we get the chats when we're on there, the better. I love I love interacting with people. It makes the show a lot better. I mean, you know, the thing is, Clay, and you guys know this too. Um, when they're doing that, it's hard to get to all the stuff you want to get to. Yeah. But but yeah. um. We're going to be skipping some tonight. Yeah, I mean, I I love interacting with with radio talk shows or shows like this in the chats or whatever. But, but yeah, it's it's um just just looking to have some fun and and talk about some you know seven zero one nation seven zero one lifestyle stuff. Should be it should be fun. Well, and I think it's a you know when you when you when we first talked about it, um, I I think I thought it was a great idea. I don't know. I hope that's what you got from me when you first talked. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, Clayton. Absolutely. I think it was a you know yeah it's going to hopefully reach more people and we're still going to be crossing over guys like we're doing right now but jamie and i are good yeah. friends i think we still talk daily yeah <laughs> so, yeah oh, we talked uh, the, the yeah, first yeah, thing you... i got was oh my gosh what's jamie doing leaving and now i was like no it has nothing to do with it it's all still guns in the 701 but I said, like everything else we're gonna have another show yeah um and another segment i i think it's well like brian Warner said he goes great now i got two nights i can watch <laughs> there you go yeah, and and like I said, I'm not fixed on Thursdays. That just happened to work out for me because right. I, I wanted to get it going, and and that day worked out best for Ty. I actually wanted to do it on a Saturday, which man, that would have been hey, competing against the NFL playoffs and whatever. <laughs> Screw it, man. My team's in it, but but I don't really care. I'd rather be doing something like this. Well, but, think about this. Uh, you know, you got Scotty comes on Saturday morning. I think it'd be a great follow up in the evening on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Well. 
I'm actually, yeah, I'm going to get a hold of Scott too. I want to have him on. I got an idea, some stuff I want to mm-hmm. talk to him about. And I know, Clay, I talked to you uh, about, you know, Sean Cleary told me my center in District 35, he's yes. working on getting this gun range built in Medora. I'm going to get a hold of him, have him on. Um, I, I'd, I'd love to talk some reloading stuff with people. Again, I'm not an expert on reloading. I know pro- more about reloading than probably, um, you know, most people I know, but there's people that know make me look like I'm, I never reloaded around. So, <laughs> I think one of the experts we have on here is David Fetting. That yeah, guy knows a lot. Sure. <laughs> yeah, Dave. Dave's so. a wizard, man. He he knows way more about it than, I mean, he's forgotten. What, how's that saying go? He's forgotten more <laughs> about more reloading than, than I'll ever learn. Yeah. <laughs> well, before you go here, I'm, I'm gonna I'm just gonna play your little deal here that you had on Facebook. Okay, I think, there you go, and just kind of give you guys a yeah just a touch of what this is gonna be. I think you bet. I think that gives you everybody a, a good idea what the show is going to be about. And I like it. I, and you know, when Jamie and I started this, we talked about 701, you know, guns in a 701 and we've done a lot, but let's face it. Yeah. We've done a lot of non 701 stuff. And I think it's good to bring that back to give it and s- separate that out and do what you're doing. And I think it's going to be a good fit. I really do. Yeah. Well, Hey, we're going to find out, man. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and I and I'm not saying there's not going to be any politics on politics is is in everything, but you know I'm gonna I'm gonna I like you know I'm gonna kind of leave that to you guys on this and Mitchell in the morning every Friday on K Fire, um, but there's no doubt about it, it's gonna come in because hey you know I can't contain my mouth Clay if something pisses me off. <laughs> well, look at it this way. Got to say it, man. We're all part of Rack's adventure team too, so yeah. uh, I can see this being something good uh, when we're down in Florida. Maybe we do a little yeah. segment there where we can all. Oh, that'd I'll be take, awesome. like, I'm taking my computer with awesome. me, and I, I'm gonna have a couple cameras with me. So yeah, I yeah, and do I a little something to chime in with you. I got a new camera. A UPS tried to deliver it today, but it needed a signature. Oh, you know, I say I know. I know we got camera. you a new camera. So that's <laughs> yeah, good. yeah, I'm, I'm getting jacked up for that because I've been using other my iPhone, man. My other cameras have been <laughs> really second rate um, stuff, and I'm not saying this is the best thing, but it's definitely gonna be an upgrade from what I had and. And Axe well, and I have been talking about it for a while to get a better camera. Ought to be so. fun with 2A day now. Oh, yeah, 2A day, man. I'm looking forward to that big time. What, what, what did Doug Thompson say? Oh, hey, Doug, yeah. Jamie, I see you know my brother's good friend. Ferda. Yeah, I, yeah, actually, Doug, I don't know him, but um, I, I do follow his page. And I know um, Daryl Solom, I think. And Zap, I, I did buy some primers from my my dad. Actually, went over and got them from me. Yeah, awesome rifle builder. That guy makes some some badass rifles. Check him out on on Facebook. Uh, Furred up firearms. And uh, Clay, I did get, I did. I was watching you guys. I did make a rumble, a personal rumble account. It was just called oh, Seven Hundred One Nation, and I got I got it up on, and uh, I got a new X account up too. So it's good it, enough. So you can, you, yeah. I mean, it's a personal We're, account, it's, so you can, you know. We've been fighting some of that. And when you go live, oh, I think I have it, it worked tonight, Jamie. So you'll be able to broadcast right to the Rumble channel. I okay. can tell you right now, 
we're getting more views and things, especially throughout the week on the good. Rumble channel than we are on CommyTube. So yeah, good. I guess that's good. We're being, it's a whole different group of people. That's just yeah. it. It's a different group of people. So welcome, and they're still they're tuned in tonight. I just yeah. overlooked that. The thing it. about the thing oh. about CommyTube, man, if you do shorts on there, they they take off. I, yeah, I haven't done it in a while, and I started just doing them again, and man, they're, they're taking off good. Also, we're on. Yeah, I know this man. I swear, this pissed off just as many people as as, <laughs> as they like. But TikTok, we got a TikTok account now. Yeah. Oh <laughs> man, so the hate the hate messages I received from some people, especially uh, our buddy uh, Gumshoe. He man, he was really pissed off. <laughs> Gumshoe. <about> it. <laughs> it, it's a huge format. Yeah, it's everybody's I, there. Um, man, I you got to go on, and I mean, I've barely done anything on there, and we're I, I, we're picking up subscribers. So if we start hitting that, and I mean, I want you guys, you know, Clay, I think I did. I, I sent you the login information for you. you can share it with I the get with the guys. And, did yeah. Hey guys, I'm telling you, if if, if you never did shorts um, or stuff like that, like TikTok, I don't care if you think it's the dumbest thing you've ever did. Go ahead and put it on there, and. You'll be surprised how many uh, subscriptions and people will like it and follow you because of that. And you think you do something, me and Clay talked about, you think you do like the coolest video, like, man, this is so awesome and people are going to love this. (laughs) And you're like, huh? What the hell? Nobody watched it. What? I just looked right now. So you're hiking at the ranch. Western North Dakota is over 4,500 plus. Now. <laughs> yeah. I and, mean, and what that is, if nobody's seen it, it's just me walking, like taking a selfie video myself for 14 seconds, just walking around at, at, at my dad and my uncle's ranch. And, and I mean, and, you got the, uh, I mean, think about this. I put up beef. It's what's for dinner. It was a couple burgers sizzling in a frying pan. That got like 560 views. Really? 560 people watch burgers sizzling? Well, they were hungry. I guess. Yeah, so. and they did look good. To be the, fair, the uh, Christmas tree hunting tag field that got over six thousand. Yeah, that was I mean, a good one, man. That was. What? I yeah, actually it, liked it. I wish you wouldn't have took the comments down, Clay, because I was laughing at the people hating on Eric. For, <laughs> Eric, you got like they, they were calling you a killer, and I'm like, you think you're insulting this guy? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, I could just go activate him again, and we could have some fun. <laughs> All right, man. I'm gonna let you guys go. Yes, well, glad and, you got uh, on. I'm glad talking. you made an appearance here once again at yeah. your home. <laughs> I was watching the whole. I was watching the whole night, man. You guys, you know, just so, love it. So, uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys. We'll catch you guys Friday morning. KFOR five fifty AM ninety nine point seven. Uh, and probably, and I, I'm going to catch you tomorrow night. Yeah, we'll watch. Yeah. You tomorrow night. <laughs> we'll be watching you. And, and I can good. tell you this, Appreciate Jamie, that, Mike, and I have been working on this. We're going to try to get this very soon so we can take phone calls. Um, awesome yeah that, i actually had somebody ask me it, that yesterday it will make it more interactive and we're working on it we're we'll get there yeah so we, we big things come, kind of coming guys uh big thing's going to be the the raffle now when we get that up and running yeah. i should have tickets for that within the week yeah next it's week be good. so you know i think they're going to go fast uh, very so fast yeah that's kind of why we'll we'll put it on the show and uh i'll put it to you this way if you want tickets right now email me at guns at gunsinthe701.com. <laughs> Vance is on it. And I'll just start putting it, making a list and getting them, getting it on there for you guys. There um, you go. Deke's going on there. There you go. <laughs> you guys got me head or, you know, first one in. It's like, I'm telling you, deer I tag. Want, get it in first. You get drawn right away. I want one of them. Oh, so I got to do my tic tac dance real quick. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, there, I put it up there so everybody can see it. So, all right. Awesome. We, and as soon as we get them sold out, guess what? We'll, we'll be drawn. So, yeah. 
I'm All right. Well, I see you have looking at the comments. Sounds like uh, people watching now are going to join tomorrow. So awesome. You guys are, you guys are watching. Uh, I hope, I uh, hope you're not disappointed and it's boring as hell, but. Uh, and, and look at it like it this, be. guys. If it, you know, it's success will be our success. It, it's all part of guns in the seven. Right. There you go. So hundred percent. We're all on board with it, man. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah, and then, uh, one more thing before I go. Todd Mitchell said as long as he's a KFYR, Guns in the 701 is going to be there. So love That's that. To Todd, hear. you're awesome, buddy. You're and awesome. And we're working on that. Uh, by the way, Mike, he got back with me, and he said we should be able to make that work. So tomorrow we might try to do all that with the phone call. What I did is I called Mike. We patched it there, and then we're going to try to patch it up there to, uh, to uh, Todd so it sounds better. Right. Oh, um, you're talking about – oh, okay. Mitchell yeah. in the morning. Yep. Yeah. My kid's peeking in the door here. She must have something wrong with her new oh. car because she keeps oh. looking at me with this very depressed face. So. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Well, you better go find that. Well, you did buy her a Chevrolet. So yeah, yeah, I did. He did. We did do that. <laughs> All right. It's in there cheap to fix. All right. All right, guys. We'll see you tomorrow night. Yeah, see you tomorrow night. You guys will see you tomorrow night. You bet. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, guys. 701 Nation. I think that's going to be a good show. I really do. Yep. It's going to focus good. on different stuff that – it's hard to do it all in an hour, hour and a half, and it really is. So I like the, I like this idea, and he's going to focus on on a different part of this. So, yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Anybody else got any? I'm going to I'm going to forego the happy ending tonight. We're at an hour and a half right now, and I kind of really want to start sticking to that. So, well, you know, we got a lot of new people watching, and uh, if they don't know already, of course, Lawler Automotive has been a huge supporter of us for since the beginning. Um, if you know of a Second Amendment business, if you are a Second Amendment business and you would like to be on this and we're covering uh, South Dakota, North Dakota, Georgia, we're all over the place. <laughs> you know what? But we, sure. we're all about the Second Amendment. And if you're a business like that, we want to hear from you as well at Guns in the 701. Of course, make sure you uh, email us, let us know. And uh, of course, Clay and us will uh, let you know uh, uh, how you can get on the show. Absolutely. And we've got, I can tell you right now, we're in the works. Uh, Jamie and I right now are bringing another gun shop back on as a, as a major sponsor, like we had with Mandan uh, Sporting Goods. Awesome. So awesome. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. And I know we're going to try to meet with them when I'm up there next week, hopefully. Uh, and uh, yeah, make it all happen. I, I, I'm excited. Some things have been happening. I know that uh, Mike had mentioned Boyd Stocks at one time, and we've done some business with them, uh, with the NRA. Yeah, and then Justin, I'm talking Justin to a business is, right here. So yeah. There's a lot of things happening right now that uh, if they all come together, this should be a great year. And, uh, hey, it's an election year. It ought to be fun. We should have plenty of material, especially as we get closer. And uh, yeah. with the uh, with the Iowa thing coming up, I think that's going to be interesting too. So, All right, guys. Well, I don't have anything else. So, Vance, I can tell you this right now. Uh, I had an email. I think I sent it on to you. And we want to thank uh, Mark Schatz. And I hope I'm putting this or I'm pronouncing that correctly. He says, I love the latest podcast. With the getaway bag and everything else, I'm not a big religious guy, but I love the prayer at the end, and it was completely unexpected, but it was great. I'm not a guy who listens to live streams. I'm more of a podcast guy, just for some context. But I appreciate everything you guys have done. Keep up the great work. And uh, he basically signed up and wanted to be part of the uh, our uh, email listing when we when we send stuff out. So thank you, Mark. We appreciate that. Absolutely. And we love hearing some. And I kind of want to make that an every week thing. If you're okay with advance, I Absolutely. I believe that uh, we need to have more of that. So uh, yeah. if you would uh, part with a parting prayer, we'd uh, love to have it. Absolutely. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunities that you give us in this still great country, Lord, 
to have these podcasts and live streams to celebrate and discuss our freedoms and have the freedom of speech that we do. And Lord, we just lift up our representatives in D.C. and pray for a touch of hearts and a touch in their minds to give proper leadership and godly leadership in this country. And Lord, we pray for a great move in the hearts of the people in this country. And Lord, as we leave tonight, we just lift up all of our soldiers that are overseas and our soldiers in active duty and just pray for protection over them, Lord. And we thank you for their, for their service, Lord. And Lord, we just pray for prosperity in this podcast, in this uh, live stream cast, and just pray for direction in our hearts and our minds, Lord, and pray that everything we do glorify you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pat. Thank you much for that, Vance. So guys, with that, uh, don't forget, tune in tomorrow, uh, 7 o'clock Central Time. I would not say Mountain, 7 o'clock Central Time, 701 Nation, be the first episode of that. And uh, JD's going to go ahead and take care of that and bring you a brand new type of show. And I'm looking forward to watching myself. Uh, we're going to have to probably tune in and rib him a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> right. So uh, Friday morning, Mike and I, uh, we're going to be joining Todd Mitchell on Mitchell in the Morning. And that's going to be at 715 Mountain, 815 Central. We're on there up until 9 o'clock. But as everybody knows, there's a big long break in the bottom. So it's about, what, 22 minutes, Mike, yeah, something like that? A lot of that. And hopefully we got the sound issue fixed that a lot of people talked about uh, from last week. But uh, looking forward to that. Uh, we're gonna have a. We're gonna probably talk a little bit about Jamie's show on there and how it yeah, went as a little well. Bit. So, so tune in for that. And of course, right here every Wednesday night, six p.m. Mountain. Don't forget next week. Central. Don't forget. Oh, that's right. Next week we're we'll gonna be... talk about. There's a new movie out there. <laughs> if you haven't seen the preview, Civil War. This is their map. I think it's wrong. But we're going to be talking about Civil War and uh, mainly what may cause it, what will it look like, what will start it, where is it going to start? I don't know. But I think their map right here is a little off. Was, uh, but I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole tonight. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> so, yeah. that's for another show. And this will be, be more than a few shows with our crowd. What's that? That might be for a few shows considering our crowd. Well, yeah. that's why we're trying to get the phone lines. We're trying to get that up and running maybe by next week. I don't know, because we'd love to take your calls on that and, and hear right. what you guys have to say, because that's actually a relevant point as to what are you hearing? What do you think? And there is, it's a tinderbox as far as I'm concerned. I travel still quite a bit doing other things, and I can tell you right now, uh, being in the states of Wyoming, uh, North and South Dakota, and even slipped over to Montana here not too long ago, everybody's feeling the same. And this election is going to be the either the tipping point or or not. I don't know. I I don't know where it's going to go. But the movie's interesting. I've seen some previews of it. I haven't watched the movie because it's not out yet. But you know, I think it's going to be a great subject. And we're all we're going to make that. I don't know. It's going to be more than a one part series. It's going to be three fourths part series. And I don't know how we're going to do it yet, guys. We, we've talked a lot about it. Uh, we'll let you guys know by next week. We should have it figured out when we're going to do it, how we're going to do it. So. Yeah, something's definitely uh, on people's minds because we had talked about that. I did not mention that to my son, that we had talked about the Civil War subject, mm -hmm. and he sent me that trailer. Yeah, so it's so, on people's minds. And I had a suggestion that I loved, the Second Revolution, because it's probably more of that than a Civil War. Yeah. True. So it's, we'll see uh, what we're going to do with it. I, I'm really kind of pumped up about it. So uh, next week, tune in. And I don't know if it'll be the whole show or we'll take a segment of this show and then do our series. 
we'll, we'll, we're going to brainstorm about that and then we'll have that figured out hopefully by next week. And yep. I would say right now, guys, uh, us three are the guys that are probably going to be here mainly yeah. with uh, people coming in and out, especially if one of us can't be here, something like that. I think this is working real good and, and people seem to like it. So right. we're going to go with that format right now. I know that uh, David's going to join us one evening because we got a plan for that too. We talked about doing an on-air build, but I gotta, we gotta be, I gotta be careful with that and see if that violates community standards on Commitube because I'm not sure. But we'll have to see. We're not firing the gun, so really it shouldn't be a big issue. But yeah, we shall know. see. You never know. Never know. All right, guys. With that, thanks for tuning in. Appreciate all the support. Don't forget to hit the store. Guns in the 701.com backslash store. We're still running a Christmas special. There's no shipping on anything. So whatever you buy, there's no shipping on that and it's tax included. So yeah, what you see is the price is the price and it's going to be shipped right to your door. Generally the shirts, we got to make them. Uh, we don't keep like this huge inventory because we're not a big store, but we, de we definitely get them out within seven to, to 10 days. Uh, right. Just about every time they show up even a little bit before, but I always say seven to 10 because you never know this time of year. So anyway, with that, I'm going to let everybody go again. Tune in this Friday, 8.15 Central, 7.15 Mountain, and next week, of course, 6 p.m. Mountain, 7 p.m. Central. And don't forget tomorrow, 701 Nation with JD right here, same place, same time, tomorrow evening. Keep your powder dry, guys, and we'll see you next week.